Some of you know that I've often said I'm from the south side of heaven. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your terms. You are not wrong. That vibe was about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? You know where I'm going with this. We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Epp. Happy to be back with you again. It's good to be back, and thank you for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, for those of you that are listening, we, we, um, th this particular episode is one that is, it, it um, it's about the truth. We're going to tell the truth, but we're going to tell the truth from the perspective of Americans becoming the sick, or the, excuse me, becoming the pawns of the sickness that has infected our country. We're going to talk about the police. And I think it's important for you guys to know, I live in Castle Rock, and there's a Supreme Court ruling, Gonzalez versus Castle Rock, where they said that the police do not have an obligation to protect you. This is a true statement. They don't have an obligation to protect you. And so that case has dictated the fact that, that police are in your community. They're to serve and protect, right? Well, they need to take serve and protect out because what happened in Uvalde is a sick example of politicians and police doing exactly what they do, watching victims fall, yeah. while sick, evil people are allowed to do what they want. Look, I will, I will stand up for the police when the police do the right thing. When they don't sit on the side of politics and watch children get slaughtered. So we're gonna start this, we're gonna start this podcast by showing you a video. I'm gonna, for those of you on the audio version, you need to go watch the video version. But, but, but I'm gonna, I, I, I literally am so angry about this episode because they could have avoided, children would, and we're gonna, by the way, we're gonna walk through every single victim. Well, they wanna call for gun control because they did, they manufactured this crisis. They could have gone in there on minute one. I would have gone in there without any plates and I would have taken down the shooter at minute one. But they waited 40 minutes to go into that school. And the police didn't do it because they were cowards. A border patrol agent did. But they lied to us. They've been lying to us over and over and over again. And they lied to us about what happened in Uvalde. They lied. They created this, this game. And Joe Biden got on TV and said, we need more gun control. That's the, the calls for gun control are everywhere. This is, you know, never let a crisis go to waste. That's what they always. But they, they, m they made the, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. no, I mean, it's, I don't, I, 
I can't say that they manufacture the crisis, but they manufacture the political fallout of the crisis. Um, you know, as we learned yesterday, this uh, Salvatore Ramos killed his grandmother, was fleeing from police, being chased by police and Border Patrol, um, who was supporting the police, crashed his car, ran into a school, and as we're going to see, the police then followed their playbook, right? They set up a perimeter, they, um, with the, the stories I saw yesterday was that they um, were breaking windows in the school to get kids out because they couldn't go into the school. Um, and I think that, you know, we should, we should question some of these moves on behalf of the police, and I think the parents certainly did. Do we want to go ahead and play that video? No, not yet. Okay. I want, I want to point something out. He was driving a $70,000 truck. He had $5,000 in guns. By the way, the picture that they used of the guns that he had was a picture of a, uh, a base. So some of the news outlets were using base AR-15s, something you can buy for 600 bucks. That's not what he had. He had Daniel's Defense AR-15s. By the way, it's uh, Armalite is what it means, not, not uh, assault rifle, as they've tried to, to say that it is. No. Which, by the way, is not just say that it is. They legislate. They legislate. They make laws based on f f falsehoods. <laughs> but, but I want to point out: he's driving around a seventy thousand dollar truck, going to see a counselor. They know that he had mental health issues. Had all of these guns. He, they manufactured this crisis. They manufactured this crisis, and they watched children die. For forty minutes, they held back parents who would have gladly given their life to protect their children. And this is the part that really gets me. So if I could take a moment of personal privilege. So my, uh, my oldest uh, two boys go to public high school. Um, used to homeschool them, got pulled into a lot of new work and things, and they were really itching to go back to school, so they go to public high school. Over the past uh, couple of years, there's been two bomb threats at that high school. Uh, we get you know the notification, there's been a lockdown situation at the school. Um, I'm one of the parents that goes and stands outside the school, right? Like you'll see in this video, the I just need to be near to my kid when something like that is going on, when you get a, a text from your kid that there's a bomb in the school and there's cops and this and that. Go and stand out. As a parent standing outside of a school, and, you know, my children were okay and there wasn't, you know, an ex a detonation of a bomb, but you are paralyzed. You feel completely... Um, uh, inadequate and you're really trusting that the uh, quote-unquote authorities and the people who they keep telling us how you know school shootings are so normal now they train for these the kids train for them and the kid the people that are responsible for that we really trust as parents standing outside the school when our children are inside and we don't know what's what what will become of them we're really trusting that they know what they're doing and that they're doing they're doing everything that they can for our kids. And I, I question if that's what we see in this video. This is just one video. We have several videos that we're gonna play and then we're gonna show you the victims. But, uh, but I, wanna, I wanna be very clear. The police in Uvalde failed the community and failed those parents. This, this had nothing to do with a madman going into a school it had everything to do with how much of it could they have prevented. And if you want to go back to what happened in Florida, the same thing that was said. That police officer, that resource officer was there that literally, like a coward, went and hid. Yeah. 
while the gunman went through the school. And you know what's different? You know what's not different here is that the courage of the people, that line in the sand. I want to I want to clearly say this: the line in the sand as Americans that we are drawing, that we won't step over that the radical left has pushed back on us when we put our backs against the wall and now they're trying to take the fundamental right for you to actually own a weapon to protect your family. That fundamental right when they push back and they groom shooters because they create mental health crises, they manufacture those crises in our kids by telling them that white people are bad, by telling them that you can choose whatever gender you want, that there aren't two genders, by just going against the basic principles of human nature, of, human, of, of biology and science. They manufacture these things so they can gain control of you, so they can enslave you. And if you think that that's, high, uh, that's a hyperbolic statement, i got to tell you, you need to watch this video where they basically tackled, they did more to assault a parent who wanted to go save their kids than they did for the children that got slaughtered in that school until a Border Patrol agent went and took care of it for them. Not the police. Not the police. Go ahead and play the video. There's a parent on the ground at the tackle. So they're going to turn him over and they're going to cut him over. Oh shit, he ain't dead yet. Is he dead? He's not dead. Y'all should have fucking changed that motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. 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 Get Weapons on their chests. You're watching a, a video of the weapons on their chest. Parents freaking out, wanting to go in. And you've got about five cops surrounding, keeping the parents away from, you know, as they're cuffing the other parent. Meanwhile, their children are being slaughtered inside. That was two and a half minutes of parents screaming in agony as they're listening to their kids get murdered inside of a school. Two and a half minutes of police doing more to restrain the parents than they were to restrain the gunmen that went into that school. Well, and and at were, that time, they were doing nothing to restrain the gunmen. They were setting up a perimeter and, and figuring out what to do for how many minutes? 40, 40 minutes. 40, 40 minutes. 41 minutes. 41 minutes they created a perimeter first. 
watching a gunman go into a school. There is no time in the history that you would ever watch your family go through 40 minutes of torture before you decided to enter the house. You would never go through 40 minutes of torture. And by the way, they are protected. These people are protected. The police are protected because their job, based on a Supreme Court ruling, Gonzalez versus Castle Rock, they are protected from having any obligation to protect you and your community. But they set up a perimeter to protect the gunman until somebody in the Border Patrol literally goes in and kills them. And then they sold us a narrative and they lied to us. Mr. Producer, I put up this, uh, this, this uh, article from NPR. If we could put that up, please. And, if, and we're going to have to scroll with this as, as people became victims. And let me, let me read this to you. It says, frustrated onlookers urged police officers to charge into the Texas elementary school where a gunman rampid, rampage, rampage killed 19 children and two teachers. Witnesses said Wednesday, as investigators worked to track the massacre that lasted upwards of 40 minutes and ended when the 18-year-old shooter was killed by a Border Patrol team. Get in there. Get in there. Nearby women shouted at the officers soon after the attack began. When Juan Carranza, 24, who saw the scene from outside his house across the street from Robb Elementary School in the close-knit town of Uvalde, Carranza said the officers did not go in. I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick minute and just, just, I'm, I. When, when do our children's life? I am so angry. When do our children's lives become more important to us than the comfort of having an Xbox or sitting on our couch? How do the police live with themselves? They're not even my kids. And it would have taken an act of God or somebody shooting me in the back to stop me from running into that school. And then you have people that stand outside of it that want to call for gun control. Yeah. You have people outside. I'm, I, I'm, I've, I've never been this angry. Because now we learn the truth. And, and they want to stop us from being able to tell the truth. Yeah, I, I read, um, I'm a big fan of Barry Weiss, who is the reporter that worked for the New York Times, who left because the New York Times got so woke and a couple years ago wrote a resignation letter about how it's no longer a battlefield of ideas. I'm a big fan of hers. Um, yesterday, she wrote an article about how we're, uh, American madness, she called it. And it was about how our addiction to guns is uh, is maddening, and we should look at the shooting in Texas um, as a, as a wake up call. Well, I think that thinking bad guys follow laws makes you mad. I think there's no gun control rules that would have stopped this shooter. That. We see areas all over the nation with very strong gun control laws, the same laws that they're calling for now at both the federal and state level. And they call us crazy and they call us mad. And I bring up this article because in it, she talked about uh, how our addiction to guns is in effect child sacrifice. 
And I thought that that was pretty interesting because she's pretty liberal. And we're talking about a society that, that refuses to define human rights, that refuses to look at the value of human life. And now all of a sudden we're concerned about humanness. No, th- this, this, is, this is an act of murder by the, po- po- the politicians out there. This is, this is a failure in leadership. This is not a failure in, in gun rights. This is them creating insensibilities as the new sensible. They are trying to act as if this is a normal that we should go through. I want to read more of this article. Mr. Producer, put it back up, please. Javier Gazares, whose fourth grade daughter Jacqueline was killed in the attack, said he raced to the school when he heard about the shooting, arriving when police were still gathered outside the building. Upset the police were not moving in, he raised the idea of charging into the school with several other bystanders. Let them rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to, he said. More could have been done. They were unprepared. No, they were cowards. Minutes earlier, Carranza had watched as Salvador Ramos crashed his truck into the ditch outside the school, grabbing an AR-15 style semi-automatic rifle and shot at two people outside a nearby funeral home who ran away uninjured. What do they mean by AR-15 style? It, it's it's just a it's Is it the way it looks. Yeah, the way it looks. Officials said he encountered a school district security officer outside the school. Though there were conflicting reports from authorities on whether the men exchanged gunfire, after running inside, he fired on arri- to, he fired on two arriving Uvalde police officers who were outside the building. The officers were the police officers were injured. After entering the school, Ramos charged into one classroom and began to kill. He barricaded himself by locking the door and just started shooting children and teachers that were inside the classroom. It just shows you the complete evil of the shooter. All those killed were in the same classroom. Department of Public Safety Director reported that 40 minutes into the hour lapsed when Ramos fired on the school security officer when the tactical team shot him. 40 minutes. The bottom line is law enforcement was there. They did engage immediately. They did contain Ramos in the classroom. Meanwhile, a law enforcement official familiar with the investigation of the border patrol. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. Who's McCraw? Public safety director. The bottom line is law enforcement was there. They did engage immediately. They did did. contain Ramos in the classroom. Ramos barricaded himself inside of a classroom and shot everyone inside. They're saying that this was some sort of success? There are windows on the outside. There's windows, literally. They could have shot him through the window. They could have done anything. Look, what would you do? Law enforcement contained Ramos in the classroom. I think that's a misleading statement, if it's anything. They, he encountered a resource officer outside the school. School security officer. I, I don't take it down, please. I, I don't. I don't know of a, a. I don't know of a parent out there that would would contain anything. He's got guns in there. He's already shooting children. You already know that that's happening. Why would you not just kill him? Why would you not? What are you waiting for? What exactly are you waiting for? And they say 40 minutes later, 40 minutes before they actually got to the point where they killed him, 40 minutes, 40 minutes of torturing these children. Mr. Producer, we have the, we, we have a article. Um, this is People's Magazine. We go through all about the victims. Let's, let's talk about the victims. Let's, let's actually go through it. Let's do this the right way. Let's go back and say to ourselves, look, 
we have a failure of leadership. We have a failure of education. We have a failure in the people that are running our country and running our communities. That is our failure. Our failure is not in the parents because the parents send their kids to school. And then these schools, you know what they do? I'll tell you what they do. They try to indoctrinate those children. And if that's not true, why are they graduating? A third of them are not proficient in anything. Another third, literally, are developing mental health issues. I don't know if that number is correct because you hear between 20% and 40%. They're stuffing drugs down our kids' throats for ADHD and ADD. And, and by the way, they're using that to control people's emotions inside of school. And then they let them go out in the world later and they wonder why they're screwed up when you're messing with a child's brain. We, we have manufactured this crisis in this country. We have let evil people, we have let evil creep into every part of our society. Yes. Every single part. And we want to act as if we'd have no idea why this is happening. We know why it's happening. You stripped God from our community. You sent these psychopaths into our schools wearing rainbow flags and talk about how to indoctrinate and groom and recruit children. And don't tell me that's not what's happening. They say, oh, it's, it's genetic. Well, it's genetic only if you're in California but not in Oklahoma. Tell me, tell me exactly where it's genetic. Or communities that don't have this indoctrination of 1619 and gender fluidity and all this other crap are not finding themselves transgender, where parents are sticking together and parents are standing up for their children. It's not happening. But you have teachers that are running out there and saying, shh, don't tell your parents. Yeah, and I wouldn't even call them teachers. They're groomers. And you're talking about people who are looking for their validation of their uh, their their self-identity. They're looking for validation of their sexual preferences from children. They're going into classrooms with the intent of finding uh, finding validation from children whom they're supposed to be protecting. And instead, it's that's predatory. That's predatory behavior. They are grooming those children, and we call it teaching. We go through. If if you want to go through the fact that I'm well armed, I need to do an ad read really quick. So, so this show is brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a bit too much about you. If you're connected, if you're concerned about privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you, you can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to IPVanish.com slash daily. It's important to use it slash daily. IPVanish.com slash daily. And use promo code daily to save 70% as a conservative daily podcast listener. Um, I also want to tell you that um, if you use IPVanish 
and you have the, the VPN working when you're in and you try to unlock your car or do things like that, it will not work. You have to disconnect it because the car, the phone itself uses both the IMEI and the IP address collectively to validate who you are. So it will not work if you do not use, if you, if you don't turn it off in some instances. I figured I'd, I'd say that because I've learned that the hard way. I've had death threat after death threat after death threat. People follow me home. Mr. Producer, is that absolutely accurate? Absolutely accurate. Did they come to my home with guns? Yes. And what happens when we actually pulled our guns? Where did they go? They ran away really fast. Yeah. Because if, if, if you have a consequence and you want to do harm to someone, the easiest way to stop someone from doing harm is have the ability to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And they can't even protect these children. They can't protect the children. They're more concerned about tackling a parent who wants to save their child, who would gladly give up their life. I would gladly give up my life to protect my child. I would gladly give up my life to protect your child. Yeah. And oh, by the way, their answer to this horrible tragedy, this, this, this massacre, right? Uvalde's massacre is what we saw of these beautiful children that are dead now, that have been slaughtered. Their answer is, well, we gotta take away everyone's guns. We gotta, we gotta make it so nobody can defend themselves against psychopaths that don't follow laws. The further you get down the line, the worse it gets. And we talk about, by the way, trying to curb violence and curb evil when you're creating evil. Look no further than the UK, where, by the way, you can't own a knife. You can't buy a knife. Yet knife stabbings are still at the highest rate that they've been in nearly two decades. I had somebody point out on my, on my True Social, you're lying. I live in the UK. And the only reason that they took away knives is because of the rise in stabbings. I'm like, you moron, that's what I said, you idiot. <laughs> and this is the idiots that have the ability to actually use a keyboard. It used to be that we let people who were idiots... We let Darwinism take yeah, care of it. Yeah, let it work itself out. Now we're protecting, and it's, it's this nanny state of nobody can, not only can nobody get hurt anymore, nobody can get their feelings hurt. We have to, we have to create laws and live in such a bubble that we don't hurt f- the feelings of mentally ill people. When we look at slavery, you had able-bodied men. You had strong men. You had strong men. You had strong men that there was like 50 of them, and they were out there on plantations. Way outnumbering the people who were enslaving them. Way outnumbering. And do you know why they didn't rise up against their oppressors? Do you have any idea? Because they created victims. They made examples out of people. They lynched people and hung them and beat them. So get out of line. They, cre- they used fear. And I want to tell you what we're dealing with right now. They are creating victims in our environment to make us more enslaved than we were yesterday. That is the the tools of the devil. And don't talk to me about racism. Don't talk to me about racism. You You have no idea about racism. These radical leftists, they don't have any idea about racism. You don't know what racism is. You have no idea. Having to run home. Run home. As a child. Because your family's interracial. And by the way, during the, the early 80s, it wasn't exactly accepted. And we were in the Capitol. We were in the Washington, D.C. Capitol. 
were right there in the DMV. And it wasn't accepted. The names I got called. The names my family got called. The jobs they lost. Don't talk to me about racism because you don't know jack about racism. You want to know why I'm a fighter? I'm a fighter because I had to. And that's what happens in the inner city. They have to. But you have, these, uh, you have this oppression that is happening on our people. And they started it in Democrat-controlled environments. They destroyed that environment. And now they're bringing it to every community across America. And they're doing it with fear and lies and deception and murdering our children. All because they're afraid that an officer might get hurt. I will give up my life tomorrow if I was standing outside of school and I could save a child. I would go in there, nothing on, to take him out. He may kill me. He may not. I may get to him first. But it used to be that our communities protected each other. We used to protect each other. We didn't rely on the police. I'm here to save you. Well, tell me when the police has ever saved anything. Right. And, and by the way, that's not me saying that police officers are bad. That's me saying that, you know what, I'm sick and tired of them telling me that it's okay. They get to do whatever they want, act with impunity, and have government immunity. And that is what our leaders have done. And in the mainstream media, they basically suppress it. They stop you from being able to hear the truth. And am I angry? Yes. Am I, am, I, am I at that point where I just feel like at some point that line that we have in the sand needs to go away? And we must take control of our communities. And we must take control of our country. And watching 19 kids die and two teachers die? Well, they do nothing for 40 minutes. And don't tell me that I barricaded them inside the classroom. No, he barricaded himself inside the classroom. They contained him. They contained him. Windows on one side. And I, and I, and I saw the, the diagram of the, of the school. <laughs> Remember, we were going to have a Patriot Ranch down in Uvalde. Remember? I was in Uvalde. Remember about the little child in Uvalde? I, that was that, that child that was raped on the street by an illegal that, ran, that came across the, the border? That was in Uvalde. That was in Uvalde. They watched it happen. An illegal come across the border and rape a child on the way to school. That was Uvalde. I got to read in for one of our sponsors. So I'm really excited to, to have found this bank, uh, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day... Uh, in 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. It's a, it's a big one. Listeners can get $150 bonus when you open, um, open, open up an, an account by July 31st. Big rewards from banks that believe that the freedom to do business without compromise or values. Amazing, right? So go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's axos.com slash daily. For all the cash bonus, all you need is $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. AxosBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. They are making victims of us as people, and we have the ability to have control. But now I want to take a minute, and I want you to see the victims. They failed the community. They failed that community. They failed them. Their lives were more important than those children's lives. And the children are our future. They are the only thing that we should learn to protect. Yeah, I, I think they've, they failed that community. They failed those children. They failed their families. And the establishment continues 
to fail them. It dishonors their memory to lie about what happened and to cover for police ineptitude, to cover um, up what happened to try and, and make it, uh, try and say, oh, well, they, they responded right away. They barricaded him inside of a classroom. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. This was a fail. You don't get to claim victory when, when 20, 21 people are dead. And, and a resource officer, if the resource officer is not dead and the resource officer is not dead, then you, then you didn't do your job either. A security guard? I mean, what good is it to have a security guard if you can't do your job? Why have armed security at the school? If you're not willing you're to stand willing and fight for your children. And fight. And I'll tell you, you know, well, <laughs> I'll, wait, I'll wait on that because I do want to play the Michael Moore thing again because I didn't get to comment on that when you played that yesterday. Let's talk, let's, let's show let's, these beautiful children. Let's go to pe the people, if you would, please. Let's start with the very first person, Eva M Morales. 44. She's the teacher. She's one of the teachers one killed the in the teachers. mass shooting at Robb Elementary School. She worked at the Evalde Consolidated Independent School District for 17 years. Let's keep going if we, if we would, please. By the way, she was a mother. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Xavier Lopez. 10 years excited old. Excited for 10 years old, excuse me, ex was excited to, for someone to roll around so he could spend days off swimming. He was a 10-year-old boy. Let's go to uh, Uzziah Garcia, nine years old. Sweetest little boy you'd ever known, is what his, grand, his granddad said. Quickly clarifying, I'm not just saying that because he's my grandkid. Let's go to Alexandria Rubio, 10 years old. Honor roll student, whole world ahead. Entire world ahead of her. Let's go to Irma Garcia, the teacher. Another teacher that literally is also a wife and a mother to four children. These are the people that the police officers failed. And let's call it what it is. And you know what? I'm not saying that you can't forgive people, but I'm saying that we have created a systematic approach to hurting the people in our community to make them and enslave them. That's what we did. That's not hyperbole, hyperbole at all. That's truth. Let's talk about Jose Flores, 10 years old, who has a little baby brother. He, he, before, hours before he was killed, Jose was one of the several star students who received a certificate for making the school honor roll. Tess Mata. Tess Mata. Let's talk about uh, Amari Joe Garza. This little girl's 10 years old. She has a little brother, a three-year-old Zane. Her mother talks about um, kissing her brother before she went to school. Let's talk about Jace Luvanos. Let's talk about Jelia Siguerio, 10 years old. Love to dance and film TikTok videos. Miranda Mathis, 11 years old. Annabelle Rodriguez, 10 years old. And she was killed along with Jackie Cazares. Jackie Cazares. I mean, I, I want to go through all of these and I want you to see them. Ellie Garcia, 
10 years old, like basketball. How do we get further ahead? What are we doing? It skipped, sorry. There we go. Right there. Go back up. Alithia Ramirez, 10 years old. Makina Elrod, 10 years old, has a big sister. Nevea Bravo. And by the way, Nevea means heaven if you spell it the other way. I don't know if you guys know that. Nevea Bravo, 10 years old. And um, Mayet uh, Rodriguez. And if I don't say these names right, I'm sorry. Claudia Perez Sanchez, uh, Mayetta's father, uh, father's girlfriend wrote prayers to all the families and kids. It's so heartbreaking. Let's pray that she's found safe. Elahana, excuse me, Elahana, Elijah Cruz Torres, 10 years old. No Waiting picture. to learn if she'd made the all-star team on her softball team. Yeah. Layla Salazar, 10 years old. These are the victims. These are the victims. Go ahead and take it down, Mr. Producer. These are the victims that we have in our community because they wanted to wait 40 minutes. And maybe you say, well, we would probably have lost his children anyway. No, no, we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that because we know right now that they chose their life over the children's life. And I think that's the problem that we have in our society is that we're not willing to lay down our lives for our children. It's not just, this is a symbol of other things that are happening in our community. And you'd say, Joe, you weren't there. I've had a gun put in my head. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll tell you this story. I was in the middle of nowhere in a country in Africa. And do you know what the, the penalty is for poaching in Africa? Do you know what the penalty is? Death. Death. Do you know what kind of jury you get? You don't. Some guy on the side of the road. You'll have the security forces there. They catch you poaching. They literally stand you up and they cap you. They shoot you right there on the spot. If you're caught poaching, it's immediate death. It's not, hey, we're going to arrest you. They literally shoot you on the spot. Middle consequences for killing animals should never be worse than consequences for killing fourth grade children. But I'm going to tell you something. For those of you don't, that think that somewhere along the line that, you know, Joe, you talk a big game. I stood in front of the poacher and I was like, you're going to have to shoot me if you want to shoot him. And they couldn't believe it. They're like, why would you do that? Because I valued life. I also hope that they didn't shoot me. They were there, I mean, they were there to, 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 to guide me. So were I, I would poaching? assume. Were you poaching? No, I was not poaching. But I stood in front of the poacher. I wasn't even hunting. I wasn't doing anything. I was, I was there for a different reason. I was there to help people. But I stood in front of the poacher. And I remember the guy saying, this is your lucky day. Eh? And I was like, my lucky day or his lucky day? And they're like, his lucky day. Because this is the day that he gets to live. 
if I if I and I've been in the situation where I've had to 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 help people in places that probably would have put me in a in a in a in a hole. And frankly, if I'm telling the truth, I just thought it was okay. Hey, if I lose my life, it'll be okay. That's okay. I'm good with it. So I'm not. This isn't empty talking. I stood up and, and lost my job as the CEO of my company. So I'm telling you right now that I would run into that school and they stop parents from doing it. And that's fine. Stop parents from doing it. Because then who really are we shooting at? But go in and do what's necessary. Knock out the windows and shoot the guy. And by the way, if you get in a gunfight, he's going to turn his attention from the children to you. That's, right. wh that's what happens, by the way. Right. He would turn the gun on you rather than the children. So maybe you lose your life, but 20 police officers line up and they take the guy out. Maybe that, before the kids are killed. That is what should have been done. Looking at those faces of those just just beautiful little fourth graders who are my my youngest is in the fifth grade. He's 11. And looking at these kids that are about the same size and age as him it's it. but then you have someone like Beto O'Rourke by the way this is the disgusting nature of people like Beto O'Rourke and Democrats it's politicians let's not let's not label just Democrat this is politicians and they love a crisis and they love being able to stand on a pile of dead kids and say that if you do it their way it'd be better well guess what Beto none of the gun laws that you all propose work none of them would have stopped this shooting the only thing that would have saved those kids was the police going in there sooner right and actually attempting to take this guy down or a trained armed teacher. A trained armed teacher. Give them a chance to live. Gun-free zones kill children. And anybody who's out there calling for it, this, I, I saw there's this one uh, uh, Texas elected official, I'll see if I can find his name here in a second, but he was on and he was throwing F-bombs out as he was saying, uh, you know, F-thoughts, F-prayers, F-this, F-that. If you, if you think that, you know, if you're part of this, the people who love guns and are part of this gun, you know, gun obsession, gun addiction, you're responsible for this. No, no. No, the people who made schools gun-free zones are responsible for this. Because guess what? Bad guys like Ramos, they don't care about gun-free zones. They don't care about gun legislation. They don't care about gun laws. They don't care about waiting lists. You cannot keep the, the, the guns out of the hands of bad people. Yeah, this guy may have bought these guns illegally. If he really wanted to shoot some people and he couldn't get it legally, he would have bought them illegally. Because bad guys don't follow laws. So let's talk. Let's 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 play the the Beto uh, doing the shameless plug at by the way the Absolute memorial scumbag. This guy. Let's play that if we can. Beto blames gun regulations. We have that video, Mr. Producer. I got to read in for one of our sponsors, but I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike, or you, you frankly, you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, American, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with Air Medicare Network, 
you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Do you have it? Yes, I do. 1047. Go ahead and play that, please. The mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. You need volume. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey. Yeah, I'm going to play another one. It's shorter, but okay. it has sound. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. That guy with the walker wants to kick his ass. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this over. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Yeah. Yeah, you want me to come in? And the, and the parents so we're following some developments here at this news conference. So this is a news conference. You've got the governor, you've got police, you've got a, a whole bunch of folks there. And, and the parents, you've got parents in the audience who, uh, you know, have, have lost, many of them lost their children. Uh, not sure if at that moment all of the children had been identified. So maybe some of those parents waiting to find out um, about their children. And in comes Robert Francis O'Rourke, who decides to make a political statement. Who decides to interrupt a press conference full of important information that the people who are trying to navigate the crisis likely needed. And Robert Francis O'Rourke wants to make a political statement. Yeah, his name's not Beto, by the way. He did that so that he could look like he was Hispanic. Yeah, he, he's appropriating Spanish culture. And, and by the way, yeah. he's a white elite. Yeah. He's a white elite. Robert Francis. Robert Francis yeah. O'Rourke is a white elite who wants to enslave people by using fear porn and by letting children get slaughtered so that he could have his day where he can speak out. I want to point something else out, though. I want, to, I want to point out just how disgusting the left is. I want to point out how disgusting Obama is. For those of you that don't know it, in the middle of the, the day after the shooting, the day after the shooting, what, what do you think that Obama said, by the way? What, what did Obama say? Do you, do you know? Obama said, I want people to take a minute take a break from mourning the children that were killed in Uvalde because of the lack of, I mean, just tell you what, because of the lack of action, the lack of courage, the lack of commitment to those children. And I want you to remember George Floyd, the fentanyl king. I want you to take a minute and remember the fentanyl king, and I want you to forget about these 19 kids and these two teachers. That's what happened. That's what happened. He literally did that. 
Take a minute, by the way. Take a minute for mourning for these children. We want to, you know what? This might not be the story we want to use for gun control. But we're, take a minute for that. Let's talk about our drug brother over here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the guy that was arrested for assaulting a pregnant woman. What? Let's, yeah, let's take a minute. Pointed a gun at a woman's pregnant belly while he robbed her. I mean, th- this is and the type of. And then got a state funeral that rivaled Ronald, be- bigger yeah. than Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Let's take a minute. Remember George Floyd. Screw George Floyd. Screw him. That piece of trash. And you know what, Obama? You and the rest of your clowns, screw you too. Because all you've done is create pain in this country. But at least you tell us what you're doing. Yeah. Let's take a minute for mourning these children and these, these victims. And let's go remember George Floyd. What the hell is wrong with you? I know what's wrong with you. You're a psychopath like the rest of your little buddies who have been stealing elections for decades. Well, and this is the thing. So this is what we have to remember, okay? We're not waiting for the Great Reset. It's not something that they might do. We're in it. We're in the middle of it. They're resetting us. They're managing our decline and attempting to reset us so that they can bring about their new world order. They're saying it. This isn't a conspiracy theory. I'm not making this up. All you have to do is tune in to Geneva or Davos this week and you'll see it. They're brazen about it. They're not even hiding what their plans are. So you have to ask yourself, what role does what we're seeing here in the United States of America do to the, what, what, what role does this play in the grand great reset scheme of things? Because globalism is the new world order. They've decided. They are in charge of the world. They have talked about recalibrating our human rights. They sat up there on a recorded presentation and said, we all really need to decide if we're gonna, how we're gonna recalibrate the human rights that we're seeing across the world right now. These people. So what does it do? What, what, what stands in their way? In the intro of the show, uh, I say the, the American gun owner, the Second Amendment and the American gun owner is the only thing that's standing in the way of the Great Reset. It's true. So what, a, what are we going to do about that? Well, we're going to try to disarm the American people again. And it's really poignant that it's happening while they're in Davos. That we're seeing the calls. The calls for gun con- control yesterday was coordinated. It was mockingbird coordination. And I'd love it if we could. Can we play that Michael Moore cut? Again, you have that, Mr. Producer, because I want you to listen to their words and ask yourself, what role is this playing? What, what job is this rhetoric and, and what, uh, how are they not wasting this crisis? I don't know. To nickel and dime this, I don't know if that's going to do it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. Um, we need a moratorium, perhaps, on gun sales. Um, we need to, who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? Why not? They, if, if I, I truly believe if Jefferson and Washington and Madison... This is a man who is surrounded and protected that, by people with guns. the bullet would be invented some 50 years after our revolution, I don't know if they would have written it that way. They didn't no. even know what a bullet was. It didn't Take exist until the 1830s. Michael Moore is a moron. 
the founding fathers knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what tyranny was. They had looked it in the face. They knew exactly what they were doing by allowing people to have the right to defend themselves. They had and cannons. Is what, what good would repealing the Second Amendment, let's say Michael, Michael Moore got his way and the Second Amendment was repealed before this shooting, would it have stopped the shooting? No. No. What? But guns, no. by the way, are not legal. Because even if he bought the guns legally, if he couldn't buy them legally, he would get them illegally. Because bad guys don't follow laws. And let's talk about Mexico. Right. Should we talk about Fast and Furious? Should we talk about the thousands of guns that the Obama administration actually pushed into Mexico that were then brought back across the border and used to kill Americans? Should we call it, talk about that? How about the fact that we heavily arm cartel members and militia members all over the world, South Central America? That's what our intelligence community does. That's what the good people in our government do. Should we talk about that? You know, you know, we are at we are at we are at a moral crossroad. We are at a place where we don't have we have moral depravity to a place where there's no hope for children. Where we are literally creating conflict in their brain about who they are, and we're saying it's okay, it's mental health. No, it's when you grow up, it's a normal part of growing up. But they want to create something that's not there, and they want to drug them. I always want to bring this back to what it really is. It is the industrial complex of our nation, destroying people in our nation to their own gains, mm -hmm. so they can manipulate and control us, so they can enslave us more. And you can say, Joe, they're not enslaving us. Oh, really? What are you free to do? What are you free to do? Are you, can, if you're hungry, could you, go, could you sh go shoot and kill something to eat it if you couldn't get food? Not unless you ask the government first. And pay for can't it. Can't go fish unless you, you ask and pay the government. For it. You can't collect your own rainwater, water that falls from the sky that God has given us. God gave us the rain. Can't do it. The government thinks they own that too. People like Michael Moore think that you can perfect human nature. That if only he and his elite class were able to make all the rules and to uh, to to do things their way, we wouldn't have gun gun violence anymore. We wouldn't have shootings anymore. If just we give the left all of our power and everybody give up their guns, this is a lie. It's a lie from the pit of hell. And it is because the American gun owner and the Second Amendment is the only thing standing in the way of the Great Reset. Now here's the thing that I want to ask every single person listening, and I hope you share this podcast because I think this is a really, really important question. If not you, who? If not you, who? If not now, when? The expert class is what's led us to this. Trust the experts. Michael Moore is the guy that did a, uh, a documentary on Cuba, Cuba's healthcare system and how it was so much better than America's. Michael Moore is a hack. He's a hack and he's well, a liar. Well, listen, he, he's not wrong about the, 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 the projectiles being created in the 1830s, but what he doesn't understand is that they were creating those projectiles back in the 1770s, like before, like they were being used. They were being manufactured and used. They just went to mass production in the 1830s. He's just not truthful. Like nothing he says is truthful. It's not truthful. They're not talking, about, they're not telling the truth. They're not telling the truth at all. And we, and we want to sit here and act as if somewhere along the line that these are the, these are the people that are speaking truth when they're not, when they can't even protect our children. What they did in Uvalde 
is disgusting. But it's backed up by a Supreme Court ruling that says that the police are not there to protect you. Well, then step out of the way and let the community protect themselves. Exactly. I believe that the community would do a better job of protecting themselves than any type of police or government ever could. Ever could. And, and we can govern ourselves. We, we don't need them. By the way, th there's a government employee for every, I think it's 21 people in the country. There's a government employee for every 21 people. Too much. Why, why, why do I need a government employee for every 21 people that, in, in this country? Because we have the government doing everything. We have the government doing things that the government should never be doing. We have slowly allowed this over time, and we can't point the finger at other people. You have to point the finger at yourself, at all of us. We've been apathetic. We've been politically correct. We've been polite. We've allowed this creeping communism, creeping authoritarianism to come into every single institution, from schools to government buildings to churches, and destroy the American dream, the American spirit, the American way of life. And we have to say no more. We have to say no more. We have to stand up and say no more. Because we're, if we don't do it, nobody else is going to. I think the fear that I have is that as you watch this podcast, you're going to say, Joe, you got really angry. I got angry because we lost 21 people. I got angry because they, they, wanted, they, they had the guns on, their, on them, and not one of them would disobey in order to go in there and save children. They let 40 minutes go by. 40 minutes. Imagine the horror of those people that survived. Imagine that. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I mean, I, I, um, I can't even say if you like the show, share it. Just share it because it's share truth. It. You know, it's, it's so frustrating because our, our, our hands are tied, right? I mean, it feels like there's, there's things that we could do, we the people could do to fix things real fast, but we can't because we've allowed the, allowed the government to make, to make our rights basically meaningless. And it's incredibly frustrating, but it is, you know, it's been a long march. They've been doing this for a long time, and we're just kind of waking up and wiping the sleep out of our eyes and trying to figure out what happened to freedom. And it can be really discouraging. It can be um, overwhelming. But I want to read from Proverbs uh, 29, 25. Fearing human beings is a snare, but he who trusts in Adonai will be raised high. We trust in God. We don't trust, we, we don't fear people like Salvatore Ramos or Michael Moore or Joe Biden or Klaus Schwab or Yuri, what's his face? That I, I have a block on that guy's name, the Klaus Schwab deputy guy that's just terrible. Noah Harari. Thank you. Yeah. Noah Harari. Yeah, he's, Yuval he's Noah terrible. Harari. Terrible. We don't fear those guys. You know why? Because they're living their entire lives trying to build their kingdom here. They're building their kingdom here on earth. And we're not. We've already won. I um so so I'm gonna I'm gonna pray and then um you know I want you guys to all pray. I want you to get on your knees and pray. I want you to share the story, share share the message. And yeah, I'm angry. I'm disappointed. I'm mortified that these are Americans that have stood up and said, Yeah, we're not gonna go in there for the kids. 
where parents are being tackled outside and, and abused outside and handcuffed while a madman is loose on the inside where a resource officer literally did not lose his, I would have lost my life. There's nothing that would have stopped me from unloading a gun on that guy, no matter what. I, w I would not be hiding. I would be right out in the front and ready to go, 100%. And I would have to lose my life in order to not protect those children. I would lose my life. As soon as he shuts the door and tries to barricade it, I'd be blasting the door open. I would do everything I can to stop that madman. Same thing with 9-11. The same thing, box cutters. They use box cutters in order to take down planes and kill thousands of Americans. No, the rules have changed. If you're a madman, you go down, period. You arm teachers, you arm parents, you arm people, and you know what? Let the communities take care of themselves because the police have proven they can't. Sorry. And if your police officer said, I would have run in, then you, then, you know, what happened to that entire police force that basically just... Waiting for the order. No. Waiting, waiting for when the playbook says it's the right time to engage. At some point, you got to have courage. It's not about your retirement. It's about the, it's about the generations of children that we lost that could have been doctors, presidents, leaders in our community. No, they don't matter anymore. It's all about kids. the- 19 kids getting ready all, for summer. It's all about the old white people. Old white people who want to create another regime of handing it down to their children and, and have this oppression on Americans. I'm done. And I'm saying all this and I need to take a, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just going to ask God, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. it's going to bring me down. It's got to bring me off this cliff of just frustration. Father God, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to just ask for forgiveness because, uh, you know, I, I'm angry. Father God, I'm going to, uh, uh, we are, I want to say that we are, we are eternally grateful and we're thankful for the blessings that we have in our lives. And this is one of those moments that, that being grateful and thankful is difficult because you're so entrenched in those feelings of what could we have done if we would have not drawn that line in the sand? What could we do to save our nation if we stop waiting for someone else to save us? Father, if, if anything was to, to light the fire in us, I would hope that as we get to truth in what happened to Uvalde, that we recognize that those in leadership are failing us because we've allowed them to fail. We've allowed them to control our every move, to enslave us in their thinking, which is not sensible. It does not put courage first, and it does not put our communities and holding people accountable first. So, Father, I would just ask that you, to, you help us to guard our hearts and our minds and to give us courage to stand up, to, to erase that line in the sand, and to push back on these corrupt, evil leaders who want to manipulate opportunities for themselves to take from us more than they've already taken. They are taking a pound of flesh every single day, Father, and I would just ask you to give us the strength to fight against it, to eliminate this evil from our society, from our community. We are at a crossroads right now, Father, and Uvalde is an, it, it's a perfect example of the symptoms we have in our society of yes, cowardice of the inability to put our children first, to put the spirit of those children first, the erosion of, of just what has happened in our community. I would just ask you to give us strength that we can push back and erase that line and stand up. 
These are all symptoms of stolen elections, and these are all symptoms of, of things that they've done to take away common sense, to take away the ability for us to protect our children. These are all symptoms of evil, Father. We know it's, it is symptoms of evil. We just ask you to give us the strength and give us the fortitude and give us the courage and give us the commitment and give us the tools so that we can defeat this evil in our community and around the world. Father, I ask you supernaturally, please supernaturally protect our children, protect our families. I would ask you to just to, to get into the hearts of, of the leadership and, and convict them to repent, Father. Father, I would ask that justice be done and that, that, that we will do the things that are necessary, that you give us strength to do the things necessary to stand shoulder to shoulder and to set aside petty differences so that we can concentrate and focus on that which is most important, and that is our children. That is the opportunity. That is hope in our community. That is restoring your glory to our communities, Father. Yes, Lord. Father, I ask all of these things, and I, and, and I also ask that you forgive me. I am, I am angry. I would just ask you to help me lay, up, lay aside that anger and help others that are listening. They can lay aside their anger and they can actually get to committing to do things to help us grow as a community, heal as a community, and to push out these evil, evil, bad, bad people who are trying to take so much from us. I ask these things humbly, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. amen. I'm sorry I got emotional. I'm sorry I got angry. I'm sorry. We go live every day. You know where you can find us. 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us on all these places up here. Conservative Daily, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank's Beach. You can also have the audio version. I'm not going to tell you to smash anything. If you don't smash it, you don't share it. It's up to you. Share it. You can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 to get a reminder. Sign up for our daily stuff in the description. And, you know, if you, if you decide the truth is important to you, then share it. If you don't, and you're not willing to stand up, don't. I built and gave to build things that have no benefit to me. What would have been beneficial if I shut my mouth? And be the one to run into the school. If you don't think that they have a, a gun to our kid's head, they do. And they just proved it, that we don't matter. They're stepping over dead bodies, dead children in order to try and take away your right to protect your family. All while telling you that, this, that, the, that, the, that it's not their obligation. They have no obligation to protect your family. Gonzalez v. Castle Rock. By the way, that, that is a, a landmark case that happened out of Castle Rock, Colorado, where I live, where you live. That's where I live too. All right, God bless you all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go just, please pray. God bless. We'll see you, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m.